Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We gotta walk down to Electric Avenue. And we can make it higher. This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. All right, Dad, I got something I need to say to you. You know, I wanted to say it to you earlier when I was at your house, but I figured I'll wait for a national podcast platform. Yeah. Really just spring it on you. Uh Uh-oh. And and I know you've been going through stuff lately. Like, you you have a little, like, issue going on that we'll get to uh, that's going to cause you to miss next week's Levitard show. But your house smells like dog piss. Okay. Thank you for that. Like, it's just, it's it's one of those, like, you know, you need people in your life to hit you with the hard truths so you can, like, make the effective changes. Like I, I picked you up know, my daughter. I picked up my daughter this morning. Like you watched her overnight on Friday, right? I picked her up Saturday morning, and it just slaps you in the face when you walk in the house. Like, okay. In other words, uh, on the way home, Christy was complaining about my house. Nope. Way to uh-huh. like way to put that on her. Like I, I, that's actually <laughs> I didn't even say it to her. It was just in my brain. I was oh, like, wow. I'm going to bring it up on the podcast. Okay. Here's the funny part, and none of it is funny, but I just call it the funny part. The funny part is, uh, Jumpin' Charlie used to piss in the house way too much like one once or twice a day i would have yeah. to clean up it was disgusting we had special spray that you i think know. he's still doing it that you guys just lose track of we are so vigilant now uh i i, I want to um depose uh guillermo uh, my my cleaning guy to uh testify that charlie has been much much better in the past three or four weeks i'm gonna you know what this is gonna be a great payoff right now i'm gonna send guillermo because he's my cleaning person too so okay. i know guillermo i'm gonna right. send him a text good please. And i'm gonna be like yes or no my parents house recently smells like dog piss Okay, but that's a leading question. I the question should be yes or no. Charlie has been much much better lately about not peeing in the house. And that's not a leading question. It's no more leading yeah, than your I, question. I think it's I just I'm curious when he walks in the house to like okay, I'm here to clean the Cody's house. I bet you in recent months because of your new puppy, he walks in every week and thinks to himself, got to it smells like piss in here, got to fix that. I I agree I agree that that's the way it used to to be but that if I, we that, ask him that i was there this morning and it slapped me well, in the your, face your nose is lying to you uh, well let, let, let me as a as a someone who's not there who won't be nose blind to it i was there you know right before moss miami and i didn't notice it and i'm really sensitive to dog smells to or to animals thank you and my wife is even more sensitive she can smell your food and tell you exactly what you used wow. so. and no comments from her and she didn't say a thing i'm not saying it's always i'm not yeah. saying it's always it's just this morning it was bad it was bad this morning, Dad. Like that's just a fact, Jack. Okay. Like, take, let's get Guillermo, Guillermo on the phone. Should we? Let's get him on the phone. Yeah, ask him if he'll come onto the podcast. And I- oh my God, this is such a good idea. Let's just call him. Okay, go ahead. Hello, Chris. Guillermo. Hey. Hey. Yes. Hey, there he is. Guillermo is with us now. Now, Guillermo, Dad, how do you want to set this up for him? Because I know you're going to think that I'm going to be like affecting the jury pool here. Okay, Guillermo, um, Christopher came over to my house recently, just this morning. 
And he said the first thing he noticed was the smell of dog pee. Okay. And I tried to explain to him that that used to be a real problem, but that in the past three or four weeks, Charlie has been much, much better about not peeing in the house. Much, and, much and, better. And my is, question and my question was really just as a general thing, when you get to my dad's house every week or every other week, whenever you do it, is is the first thing that hits you oh, wow, there's a, there's a puppy here that pees everywhere. Or do you not notice it a lot? Okay. On the beginning, it was pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> but the last couple of weeks that we were there, it was very good. It was really, really good. Okay. Guillermo, so, I'm giving you permission here to be honest. You don't have to just yeah, go I'm with being, what my dad is saying. He's being I'm honest. Being, I'm being honest. So, as okay. a matter of fact, we were not there on the house this week because we are away but last week it was great it was yeah. so great you know what it is honestly <laughs> guillermo wasn't there this week so like that's honestly what i'm smelling they've probably had an extra week so it's like there's some i'm telling you you're i want you to text me next time you show up to my dad's house and be like you know what you were right this week was bad because i was just <laughs> there yesterday i was there literally this morning and i walked in and it was like the first thing that hit me and okay. i was just and yeah just that's it i just wanted to no problem Okay, the judges ruled that uh, Guillermo testifies that Charlie has been much better lately about not peeing in the house. Guillermo, there where are you guys? Gavel. Are you having fun? Yes, yes, we are in Colorado. Nice. Um, yeah, so we we are not going to the first game. Uh, uh, Inter Miami. Yeah. yeah, I'll be yeah. there. I'll be there tonight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nice man. Okay. Go, go Thanks, Inter. Guillermo. How do you think? Yeah. How do you think okay. about? What do you? How are you feeling about Inter Miami? Let's just like. Do you feel like they're going to be good this year? Um. Well. I think they're going to be better this time. Yeah. Because people people have hops on the team. Yeah. Okay. We need Messi. Let's get this Messi over yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Really oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> That's I Messi's biggest I fan. Die. I freaking die. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Man. Okay, right. guys. Bye, Guillermo. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, bye, Guillermo. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye. All right. I feel like he was just saying whatever Greg Cody was saying there. I feel like I bring on these juries and I think I'm going to get a clean case and then they just all get affected. Whatever Greg <laughs> Cody says, they're just they're just like, oh, I actually happen to think I actually happen to think exactly what Greg Cody thinks. And get out of here, Guillermo. I warned you. Let me tell you something about Guillermo. He is brutally honest. Like he, in you know, three months ago when Charlie was at his worst, he told me that's a bad dog. You know, that, that's, a, that's a problem. I mean, he was like advocating that there's a crisis here with this dog. And now it's like he's shaking his head. He marvels at how improved Charlie is. Not particularly in the jumping category, but in the not peeing and pooping inside category. But anyway. I'm glad Guillermo wasn't honest about my house. I'm glad we didn't get to my house. So it's just, it's just... well, he's been honest uh, to me about your house, but we won't, we won't, get, we won't get into that. Anywho, uh, Christopher, I want to make fun of you for a second about um, involving uh, a business dealing that, that you made. Dad, this uh, is just you forgetting conversations we've had. And I didn't forget the conversation, but I did not know it had been consummated. Tell people what you're talking about, because I don't even know what LLC sounds like a rap group. What Dad, is that? We have a business now. Like, you know, a rap group. That's TLC. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Run DMC. Whatever. Dad, we, you know, sell shirts. Uh, you know, potential advertisers have been reaching out to us. So we're going to try to expand that a little bit. And, you know, right. we needed an LLC. So I started one. It's okay. a conversation we had. Maybe I didn't say, hey, by the way, it's official. 
but you know no you didn't no maybes um and yeah that kind of thing productions it's up and running okay so here's how i find out about it out of the blue i get an unexpected call from bank america bank of america from a uh, gentleman who's like the the small business guy like he reaches out to people small bit hey let me help and let's have a meeting and i had no idea what this guy was talking about zero and he said that kind of thing and uh, it, that didn't register with me and that like, didn't register with you no <laughs> that kind of thing i thought he was <laughs> were you like am i being punked is ashton here like what's that no, yes saying, that's what he, i he thought. thought he was saying you know there there's this corporation you know that kind of thing and mo- like like he he thought he was just using it like you Greg thought does, that guy j- everyone talks like him <laughs> exactly my dad thought that guy was <laughs> talking right. like him you have an llc that kind of thing or no yeah, he's I, like I, oh you're a fan of my show yeah. <laughs> I thought he was mimicking me. The moral of the story is My dad was like, Do what now? And they were just like in this like back and forth of like Greg Cody isms. And he's like, now? Who needs me? What? Like what's happening right now? And then he goes, Baby. Um <laughs> Nobody hates do what me more than your mother. Every time I say it Do what now? Do what now? You, you and said do what me. Yeah, do what now? <laughs> do what now? She constantly goes, I'm not doing anything now. What right. do you mean? That's her right. stock response. You do say it at like annoying times. Okay. Next time you form a corporation involving me, give me the courtesy of a heads up. That's all I'm asking, so that I don't find out about it through a small business advisor for a major bank. I'm trying to keep you in the dark for as much as possible so that I can have just secretly steal all the money from me. Perfect. That's great. As like, long as I don't me, have to sign any papers. The less you know about this, the better. That's all right. We'll catch you on the back end on a little thing called a will. You basically but, just um, have all the risk and I get all the reward. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care about that. Speaking of, of sayings of mine and all that bullshit, uh, 1440 is a number close to my heart because it's the childhood address, street address of where I grew up. And Yeti texted something to us the other day with a 1440 and what was that yeti one of the most useless texts in the history of yeti right here i didn't understand it what was it <laughs> i gave zero explanation i just sent the screenshot yeah what was it <laughs> somebody right, so, hit lotto like someone yeah, hit so lotto. Our, fr- our friend jeanette out in california she sent me the picture it uh, a couple days ago in the uh, the pick four in california somebody used 1440 as um their 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 daily four numbers and that ended up being the winning number, and they won a grand total of $3,864 oh, okay. using fourteen forty. Greg Cody making money for folks and not himself. Yeah, I'll, I'll expect a uh, 10% vigorish on that. <laughs> but the type of person playing that lotto has spent more than $3,000 over their life. <laughs> oh, no like, doubt. If you're going to hit me with they won this in the lottery, I don't want any lottery winnings under like a million. If I'm winning like... Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, 900K would be nice. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm not going to be risking a lot of money to only win 900K. Like, if, if right. I'm risking my money for a lottery, it's got to be in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. Exactly. I feel the exact same way. And I get why people play the lottery. But anybody who's really into gambling will tell you it's a, that's the sucker's bet in gambling. Because the odds are so astronomical. You know, it's like you're tearing up money every week but there is nothing like getting that ticket where you got your 10 numbers and it's like come on baby just one time for the kid (laughs) one time so 1440 is also uh the name of a new aggregated news site there's actually a news site called what is this segment called things involving 1440 things involving greg cody how narcissist like this podcast is just sometimes it isn't again i expect royalty checks 
from from the 1440 new aggregated so anything news website. that involved you in your life you have rights to like well 1440 i do that 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 number was not the year 1440 was a strange year i mean you know it's it's <laughs> It's, um, you know, I think it was the, the, um, dad, you have no idea what was going on in 14. No, I, I, I think it <laughs> was, was born two years later. So. No, I believe <laughs> according to my his, historic memory, I believe that's when the, the middle ages was segueing into the early Renaissance era. If I remember correctly, but <laughs> if I remember correctly, because I was there, <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like I was, um, do you know what else is significant about the number 1440? Oh God. If if you put a comma in there and make it one thousand four hundred and forty, that's the number of minutes in a day. What is this? Three facts, Jack, about fourteen forty. <laughs> no, it's, I mean... it's, 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 it's just a random fact God. about fourteen forty. Um, <laughs> next episode, we'll have random facts about thirteen hundred and thirty eight. <laughs> okay, come up with one. That's how many games straight Cal Ripken played. Uh, I don't think it is. No, it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, I found out uh, my buddy Clark Spencer texted me the other day, and I clicked my heels uh, when I got the text because it was so exciting. I don't believe you. Uh, yeah, I did. I <laughs> said earlier. Stand up. Can you stand up and do that for the camera, please? I could if you wanted me to. Yeah, let's let me see you click your heels. <laughs> this ends the Greg Cody show. All right, and this is how it all ends. <laughs> well, you're not. Hang on. You're not going to be can... able to see my heels. <laughs> yeah. I, they don't get that high? He can't hear us. Look at him. I love, I love how he has a piano like he does. Music. <laughs> I just realized he has a keyboard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now it's going to take him about 45 right. seconds to put his headphones back in. Ow, he can't whatever. hear us. <laughs> okay. Wow. And you did it all with cellulitis. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, my left leg. Did my left leg show up there full it of... Looked uh, a little, it looked a little uh, oiled up. Yeah. I'm going to miss the Levitard show Tuesday, tomorrow. Can you fix your camera, please? Oh yeah, because uh, because of this damn health uh, thing I'm going through right <laughs> now. Because of damn health, this damn health shit gets in the way, huh? I'm telling you. So you, you went backstage with Mellencamp and he gave you cellulitis? He might have. So I got a, I got a text from my dad on Tuesday. Mom just texted me that I have cellulitis. I have to go to the ER, and I, I'm still gonna make the show tonight. So don't worry. I'm like, what? This is a lot to like digest. And he was right. He apparently my dad has cellulitis, and it's something that can be very scary. If it gets into your bloodstream, so he had to go to the ER, and they made sure that it's not to that point, and they gave him all the medicine he needed, so it's everything's fine, and they got it before he got a hole. He, he even got a, a CAT scan, right, Dad, or a um, a sonogram, a sonogram on or his ultra, knee. Oh no, ultrasound to ultrasound. make sure that yeah. there was no blood clots. So like everything's fine, but there was a, a slight scare we had this week. But now yeah. he's all, he's all medicated up, and he was hammered by Tuesday night at the concert. Um, <laughs> I, I I can't say yet that everything is fine. Uh, not not to oh. put a damper on anything, but uh, that's I'm going to find out Tuesday. Oh, geez. Um, we don't know yet that everything is fine. I may uh, be admitted to the hospital Tuesday to undergo, you know, IV antibiotics, which is where it goes directly into the vein. Yeah, strong. And that would that yeah, that would be a step taken. So, but I I feel like the fact that they're letting you wait till Tuesday for this doctor's appointment instead of saying, "Hey, get into the hospital right now," it's got to be like they're not like they're not incredibly worried. Well, he told me that if if I notice it getting appreciably worse or spreading or whatever that that i should check myself into the into the emergency room over the weekend and is it um not to my eye not to my hopeful eye all right now you're scaring me just go to the er 
No, <laughs> it's fine. Take the but, zoom there. It's okay. We can just do the show from there. Okay. Greg is <laughs> God, Dad. Let mom be the decider on this because my dad is the king of what? I'm fine. It's fine. Great, Christopher. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I'm missing the <laughs> Levitard Show Tuesday. So, just wanted to update you all. I'm very transparent on this uh, podcast. You all are my family members who are listening, and I uh, wanted to let you know what's up with me. Um, so, back to clicking your heels. How are yeah. the legs of calmly doing? Calmly. This is exciting to me. Uh, I, I told you all my, my new racehorse is making her debut in, I think I said June, at the French Oaks in Chantilly, France. Clark tells me that she's actually running March 9th in, in a race in St. Cloud, France. Uh, it's a smaller, it's a low stakes race. Uh, apparently, she's going to run a couple of these lower stakes races leading up to the, the French Oaks and Chantilly in June. So Get her, get her legs underneath her? Yeah. So March 9th is is her debut in France. Are we going to get to watch her? Well, I, I was getting ready to text watch party to Clark, and it turns out I will be driving to Key West that day for a long weekend. All right. Well, I'll go hang out. Me and Clark will hang out. No, you should. I'm serious. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering, like, so if the horse loses, is it just over? No, it depends. Is it like boxing? Is it like boxing where you have to win all your you have to be like an undefeated horse to like get into the big into the big times you know this is an unproven horse with a lot of potential that's the only thing you can say right now team valor owns i think 45 racehorses and this one is probably ranked 35th of 45 but with an arrow pointing up meaning a lot of upside we don't know yet a lot of potential um if, if in this low stakes race she wins or really runs well uh that'll be a very positive thing you so know running it, well basically like competing being in the hunt yes, is like basically right. what we're looking for at the very least exactly like last place finish it might be all for calmly yeah, no it, it might be, be time all. to panic at that point no but that's a that would definitely throw a damper on it and also get it because calm panic i was like for the higher st- what it'd be time to panic calm calmly pan it'd be time to panic uh, i was oh, making I a joke yeah so it was like the opposite of calm is right. panic. I get We're it. calm okay. right now. If she loses, it's it always okay. helps when you have to explain it. It makes it, it right. means it's funnier. <laughs> okay, but but in horse racing, you 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 sort of have to earn your way into the big races. So like, if she takes a crap in this March 9th race, and again in the one after that, chances are she won't qualify for the French. Would that disqualify you if you crap on the horse behind? If, you? if she literally takes a crap during the race, yeah, like that, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's crap all over a racetrack. Are you kidding? Yeah, but they generally probably don't do it during the race. Like, I don't know. Take a That's crap a before question. the race. Don't take a crap during the race. You know what? I'm going to ask Clark that. Do do racehorses <laughs> crap Dad, during the race? Do you crap when you're sprinting or do you wait till you stop? People do. People do, Yeti. Really? Marathon runners crap while they're running all the time. No, they don't. Do they? No, they don't. Yeah. No, oh, they yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. That's hard to believe. No, they don't. No. I, I'm I'm dead serious on this. They'll crap themselves. They'll pee themselves while they're running. It's a real right. thing. I'm on it. David Sampson will tell you too. Wow. I have friends who've run marathons and, and it happens. Nope. All right. We're doing this right now. We're doing this right now. You calling David Sampson? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a star studded episode of the Greg Cody <laughs> Show with Greg Cody. Hello? David Sampson. Hello there. What's shaking? Yo, so I'm I'm recording my dad's podcast and we got into marathoners and I was like, who do I know that does marathons? So I have a question for you involving marathons. Okay. All right. Do marathoners regularly take shits during marathons? Yes. No way. <laughs> wow. When you say regularly, not like every half hour, 
but there are very few marathons that I've done where I haven't pulled over because I had to go to the bathroom. Okay, that's pull over. Like our producer here was saying, like they're shitting, like like they won't stop because they don't want to ruin their time, like while running shitting. Well, those are people. There are people who do that, and those are people who tend to want to get a personal best or who are getting paid. So, for a personal best, you, like people will shit their pants while running to like for if they need to. Absolutely. And and it's just like an accepted <laughs> thing in the sport, and it's like we'll clean up later. Like, doesn't matter the spell. Like, like I'm sure they're leaking on the track. Like, that's just like you got to do what you got to do. Well, it's not a track; it's on the road. Well, whatever the yeah. road, but still, there's someone behind me, and there's like now shit everywhere because this person's trying to get a personal record. No, I generally people wear tight pants, so it's so like I've never in my career seen a trail of shit come out. Okay. I've seen <laughs> okay, all right, rip down marathoners' legs for sure. Okay. But it's not like a log roll that you have to avoid. <laughs> Look at this. Well, this is a stellar appearance by you. Look at us. I feel like... I David, feel like thank you for allowing our, us to waste your time. I feel like time. this was helpful for our relationship, David, me and you. During the Ironman, I did everything on the bike. Everything, the on, everything on the bike. Yes. Baby. You, learn, you, you actually have to train to go pee while on the bike during an Ironman because you have to loosen up your abdomen in order to let pee out. Jeez. So you, have to, you actually train to do that. Oh, my God. This is... Wow, who knew? Very educational. Thank you, David. I Sanchez, really right? is. I did. I knew. Okay. Later. <laughs> Thanks, David. Wow, how about that? I feel like that helped me and David's relationship. I feel closer to him now. <laughs> I, I think it did, too. David Sampson is always candid. And David he, is, honestly, I, I, I feel like, and I hope he listens to this, because I, I do feel like Billy and I go after him, and he, I think he genuinely thinks we don't like him. Personally, David Sampson has always, a thousand percent of the time, been incredibly nice to me. Like, if, if I'm ever critical, it's be, it's the way I feel of the way they ran the Marlins. And, right. you know, that's my only, like, him as a person, like, right there, he's always seems excited to like see us and he's so nice like i can't say any negative about no. david sampson the person like he's, right. he seems like a genuinely good guy he's a real professional and, and an example i would give is that you know back in the when the jeffrey Loria era who, who was an immensely unpopular owner who didn't spend money and david sampson was his pre uh, team president and, and de facto spokesman and i would write columns ripping jeffrey Loria and you know, David Sampson would not shut me out. He would not not talk to me. He was always cordial. I could call him anytime, accessible, honest. I think the world of him. I yeah. think he's great. Yeah. Right. So anyway, uh, we're how did we? But that actually, that actually, Dad. Though we were talking about marathon, we we're talking about no, we we're talking about horses shitting while they run. Then oh, we got right, to the marathon. Right. Yeti, I guess, I guess Yeti was right. Like Yeti was right. I'll give him that. But uh, Dad, do you think if David Sampson, if there was like a celebration of the O three? Uh, Marlins and Samson and like Loria were like announced at like a Marlins game nowadays. Do you think that like what do you think the reception is? Oh, they would be booed, right? And that <laughs> we got into that this past week on the Levitard show where Samson was like, people like think they, they're not going to hold those grudges. They would think of the championship and we'd get cheered. I'm like David, like I wish he were right, right? I wish he were right. You know, I think the, the players would get cheered, but that yeah. the regime, like even right. though we won with them, there's just a negative thought about that regime, and it's not. It's not even. I'm not even blaming David. It was an overall right like mess. Well, so the, like, the the small example I would give is when David Sampson appeared on stage at a Moss Miami a couple of years ago. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> no, that, that, I guarantee you that honestly made him more likable. But he was booed though. Yeah.
I mean, there's no question. He was not cheered. He was like playfully booed. Like that that okay. I actually think that was, was I don't hold Greg. I don't yeah. hold that against him. I thought that okay. was hilarious. As yeah. as you can see literally in the still shot of his middle fingers me in the background like <laughs> like like my face medium, is just Chris. huge smile on my face right but at that we this has been a lot we've had Guillermo we've had David Sampson we have a response to the Levitard show coming up we need to go to I need to gather myself we need a commercial break because we have a lot still to get to in this episode okay, let's go When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Dad. Do you want to just get to this now? Like you're mad at the Levitard show. Like, like explain yeah. what explain what we're doing here because I've I've rarely seen you as angry as you were this past week. Well, the Levitard show is guilty of grand theft, uh, grand <laughs> theft guest idea. And what happened was, I think it was just last week on our show or a couple of shows ago where we were talking about you know you were making fun of me for always referencing old people like Bert Bacharach and Gina Lola Brigida. Yeah. And uh, and you were playing on that and saying we should start. We should become the home. The oldest, yes, the home of really old guests. The old people home. Yeah, and I mentioned trying to reach out to Dick Van Dyke. And lo and behold, before we can do that, the Libertard Show has on the sod god, the god of sod, <laughs> George Toma, who's like not in his 90s, I think. 93. And, yeah, and Sister Jean. Who's 103. Who's 103, God bless her. <laughs> so 196 year old between two guests. Well, I want to slap the Levitard show right in the beak. And here's how we did it. You were so we, you were so angry that you were still willing to record their imaging for it. Well, that, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I like Dan. What can I tell you? Uh, even when he uh, stabs me in the back. But uh, so we are setting a podcast. Are we trying to go older? Are we? We're going older than that. We are doing the opposite. What? On our podcast today, we have the two youngest guests in podcast history. Their combined age, three and a half months. I thought it was five months. Whatever. Two people who combined are three and a half months old are on our podcast today. In the interview, you're about to hear my dad says five. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and nobody knows the difference. The babies did not speak up and say, wait a minute, I'm only a month and a half. They don't care. Honestly, this is a great idea by us. Let's get to it. Hello, my name's Graceland. The Greg Cody Show. Greg Cody presents the youngest content in the history of podcasting. Two guests. Whose age combined is three and a half months old. Enjoy. Look at this superstar. All we know is that this appearance from this member of this family can't be worse than her dad's <laughs> last appearance. So, Oh, I love that shirt. Wow. The world's youngest Lobos fan. Second youngest. I think the youngest is joining in a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so ready for this baby to just not say a word here and Yeti's yeah. bit blow up in his face because <laughs> infants aren't that loud when they're not crying. They just kind of... <laughs> so go ahead, Dad. Interview. We have an infant on with us. 
Okay, well, let's uh, introduce uh, introduce the one of the youngest guests in podcast history is joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us uh, little baby Nora Arduini. As Greg said earlier, the, the world's youngest Lobos fan. Say hi, Nora. Hi, Nora. Hi, Nora. So wait, what we're doing here is because the Levitard show had old people on, we're having young people. That's what we're doing right now? That's exactly what we're doing. I like it. I like it. Yeah, because like they stole our idea. We were going to have on Dick Van Dyke and the oldest celebrities that we could find. But then, you know, a couple of days later, they have uh, Sister Jean and uh, and some other old person. George Toma. George Toma. The Sod Father. Yeah, the God of Sod. Um, now, how but- old is Nora, Steve, and Kat? She will be 12 weeks on Tuesday. Wow. All right. How about that? So a three-month-old. So how's this going to work, Dad? Are you going to conduct your interview? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I am. Nora, can you hear me? Nora, how long have you been a fan of the Greg Cody Show podcast? Oh, wow. She's she's telling me. She's a little shy. Since since birth. Since birth. Wow. So literally a lifelong listener. I mean, if, if, if you guys were real fans, you would have been putting little headphones on that belly every monday morning you know so we're not going to hold that against you but you know that could have been done that's right um you know i've never uh, interviewed a three-month-old before i'm a little flummoxed right now i just i I honestly don't know what's your favorite uh baby food uh mom's milk she's exclusively yeah exclusively um that that's like her she refuses to eat anything else I challenge Nora to uh, make any yes. audible sound to prove that we actually have uh, an infant. Uh, I audible. just heard some sound. I don't know if that's Fleminem or uh, Nora, but I think it's, if somebody's talking too much, it's probably my kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And who was that? Uh, introduce that lovely uh, uh, infant. This is uh, Elise Oem. And, uh. and she is how old? She is two weeks old. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Take that, Sister Jean. <laughs> wow the sod father could never now 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 Flem and M, how resentful are you of your child that this is what got you on this podcast for the first time i'm, I'm a little jealous but you know whatever it takes <laughs> you know she in. okay uh right, dad so it, go ahead elise conduct, right yeah. elise that's a that's a lovely name elise. Um, thank you uh elise let me uh let me ask you something quite candidly how long have you been listening to podcasts in general and particularly the Greg Cody show podcast dropping every Monday morning? <laughs> oh, there riveted. Okay. No, she just, she moved her lips. She's trying to say oh, like, Oh, I'm such okay. a big fan. She just can't get there yet. She'll- Silly. Her mic was on mute. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. I want a baby to cry. The first baby who cries gets a free Greg Cody show bib. Well, that'll be us. Dad, we can put that in in post. Let's not make these parents do more than they already have to their kids. All right. I I was hoping to get a little bit of audible sound out of the infant, just because this is an audio medium. Dad, you're the worst. Yeah, this is the bit is working. The bit is working. We're not going to make these parents do things like this. I want you all to trust that we are looking in Zoom at two beautiful little babies, uh, infants, whatever they're called when they're that young. That's exactly what they are. And they really are beautiful. We are definitely Team Cat on here because she has done everything to try and save this interview, unlike Steve, who's just sat there in silence. I didn't want to take away from my daughter. She's the star. I've been on this podcast three times, even though Greg has no idea who I am. No, I certainly certainly do know who you are, and I know uh, you're the one who allegedly 
could uh, spell words backwards and uh, muffed a, a three-letter word on my podcast. So that's why you haven't been on since. Uh, it wasn't spell backwards. It was put all the letters of the words in alphabetical order, and he just yeah. butchered Tua, and he butchered Tua. <laughs> he threw me for a loop. He went with Tag of Iola to start it. I, just, I yeah. completely went blank. I love how yeah. he tried to flex on Flynn by saying he's been here three times, and then Greg just dunks on him. It just totally backfired. Oh, I, I caught that, too. My, my baby's holding out on crying until I'm on two more times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah. th- that is beautiful. We, uh, I'm, I'm still hoping for a little sound. I'll take a gurgle. What, what are the sounds a baby makes when they're yeah. that young? What noises besides are crying? Flynn, what noises are we making right now besides crying? We have some nasally excited breathing over here. Okay, oh. uh, it's hard to pick up, but you can. It's definitely. It's it's um. That's her shtick. I would say yeah. a lot a lot of excited breathing, followed by ooh. Yeah, we're just <laughs> yeah. screaming out of complete nowhere. Everything's oh, wow. fine, and then just a really quick. All of a sudden, she's uh, she realizes that she hates you and everything that you're oh, doing. My dad is hoping for that right now. <laughs> Flem, what are you? Really what are you hearing, Flem? What are you hearing? I'm just hearing heavy breathing. But if you'd like, I can carry a mic around until she burps after feeding, and we can just yes. send those to y'all yeah. as separate oh. clips, and y'all can just burp. That's beautiful. There you go. Uh, who's the burper in the in the parent? Like, are you the Steve? Like a um, cat? Like, are, I can't I can't get her to do it no matter uh, what. I was the one. It's like give her here. Daddy will make her burp. I could I can't do it. How about cooing? Do we have any cooing involved at all? Not sure. I know what cooing is. Got Dad, give us a coo. Give us a coo, Dad. A coo is is sort of like what a the the sound a dove makes. <laughs> There you go. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, I feel like <laughs> yes. you did that on purpose. This feels <laughs> yes. all wrong. This Steve all feels is violently, wrong. Uh, violently squeezing his daughter just to get a sound, which we really appreciate. <laughs> that absolutely just happened. I saw his arms tip up. I, th- I think she's due for her nap like Greg is. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Okay. Um, so we've had two guests today, a combined age of approximately five months old together. They're not even a half a year old setting a podcast record for the youngest guests in history. It Honestly, this is probably the youngest two guests ever on a podcast. Like, the, I'm not as, lying. As much as I want to make fun of this bit, this is pretty good. I don't think another podcast can beat this. That's right. I mean, I think Elise's average kind of helped y'all bring it down some. But sure, we'll give some credit. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, Greg, this is more like like three and a half months. Yeah, That is true. If we just had Flem and M's baby on, we could have had, like, I mean, Steve and Kat. You guys are yeah, really bringing like- our... You're really bringing our average up here. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I ruined the podcast once again. Sorry, yes. guys. <laughs> All right, I want a sound out of Elise, though. We've gotten a, we've gotten a sound out of Nora. Now I want a sound out of Elise. We're fine. No, uh, that's it. She has nothing for you today, Greg. I think you started, Steve starting off with being on three times is probably the wrong foot for her. Yeah, so. okay. she's All clearly right. mad at Steve. I can see it in her eyes. <laughs> All right. Well, this is this went well, Dad. I feel like yes. Thank you both. Thank you all. All, all uh, one, two, three, four, five of you. I lost track there for thank a second. Thank you, family. Are any? Thank you, Cat, for saving the episode, uh, saving the segment. Thank you, Flynn. Bye, baby. At least <laughs> yep. bye, baby. No, bye, baby. Bye, no. uh, oh, thank okay, you, guys. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> thank you all. Appreciate it. <laughs> Well, thank you to Stephen Cat and Flem. What a name, Flem and M. I, I feel like I'm Flem and M today. <laughs> I certainly am. <laughs> yeah, Yeti, you're, Yeti, you're, you're fighting through. We appreciate Yeti being here today. He's he's battling it. He, he said he, before the show, he said he feels like Greg Cody in his peak of sickness. <laughs> and that, that's how it's been. But I'm yeah. here. Just like Greg. Greg inspired me with his effort on the Levitard show, toughing it through with a bum leg. Yeah. I am here. Thank you. You come here, man. Dad, let's get to the dad jokes. I need them. 
I missed them last week. Okay. Yeah, we actually have more callers. We've got some people that have that have sent some stuff in. So I want I want to throw to them first, Greg. Um, Yeti, okay. your sister last week being long winded was just Chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, that just, was great. That in fun. it, I was listening to it and I'm smiling and I'm like, oh, this is such this is a Yeti. This is this is. <laughs> yeah, no, I love her because she is just the 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 lady version of me and I'm the dude version of her. Um, yeah. Right. No. So uh, so this week we we had more callers. So once again we. We love funny audio. We love, whether it's a dad joke or something silly. Um, I've got a few more in the bank that we'll show. We'll, we'll sprinkle these in, you know, every few every episode or every few episodes. So thegregcodyshow.com, bottom right hand corner. There's a microphone. Click it. Leave us a message. You can do it from your phone or your computer if you have a microphone hooked up. But um, uh, so we've got a, we got a couple more that, that that called in this week. But first, wasn't even a dad joke. Greg tried to solicit people to replace me in my job last week. Good. Well, did not I that. Him, I meant like. Did I call him Greg or did I call him Dad? Oh shit! Did, you said way, Greg. I think you Gre- said Greg. I think I said Greg. Yeah, uh, Greg. yeah I hope so. You call him Dad. Get man. your act together, son. Hello, Daddy. Um, but, but yeah, so uh, someone called in and left us a little song regarding Greg's um, bathroom habit. I love this. Greg had to take a crap. <clears throat> Went into the restaurant bathroom. There's no TP. Wiped his butt with his hand. <laughs> Swiped it like a credit card between his butt cheeks. <laughs> and now he's going to go eat hot wings. <laughs> nine a pound. Going to eat a bunch of hot wings. <laughs> he won't need the naps. He'll just lick his hands. He ain't worried about it. <laughs> the okay. instrumental on the front I wanna, back. I know uh, this that, uh, guy's name is Matt. I want to know how many Miller Lights he was in before uh, he did that. That is so wow. good. His whistling okay. voice is better than his singing voice. I have to give him that. That's not a bad whistle. The whistling makes it. That that's not good without the whistling at the <laughs> yeah. front of the back. You don't find whistling much anymore. All right, Greg, one more thing before we get to your dad joke. We have a grievance. This is Adam Harrison who has a grievance about you and Cameo, Greg. Hello, my name's Adam. I've got a bone to pick with Greg Cody about dad jokes. Back when the whole Lebetard gang signed up for Cameo, I made requests of the whole crew to tell me their best dad jokes. And one by one, the responses rolled in. First, Chris Cody told me a dad joke. Then Billy told me a dad joke, and even Roy told me a dad joke. <laughs> the only person who didn't tell me a dad joke was Greg Cody, who, wow. in his response, said he wasn't a fan of the dad joke and instead preferred the quip. <laughs> I took this answer happily at the time, but now it seems Greg's opinion of the dad joke has changed as it is now a segment of his podcast. <laughs> Look, I'm not asking for much here, just a fulfillment of a request made from an adoring fan. I would like Greg to tell me a dad joke. Just for me, a bespoke dad joke. He's welcome to do so on his podcast and he's recording anyway. No extra effort needed at all. Love the show and seriously, thank you guys so much. Have a good day. You know what, Adam Harrison? You need to back off. This guy, this guy bring, has been bringing you dad jokes. Who knows to say they aren't for you directly? You know what? Like, like you have no this right. This is to just complain. my dad being lazy with his cameos at the time. He didn't want to look up a dad joke. Right, so he's yeah. like, right. you know what? That's I know a quip. He gives you free dad jokes every week. This man works so hard. But you know what? Screw it. Greg, give him a dad joke anyway. I'm going to dedicate. I have three dad jokes real quick, and I'm going to dedicate all of them to Adam. Wow. Okay. This is, <laughs> these are all for you. 
just pretend like it's a little cameo. Here we go. Number three. What's his Why name again? Tur- Adam Harrison. No, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted my dad to like forget his name. Oh shoot, sorry. <laughs> um, why did the turkey cross the road? Why? To prove he wasn't a chicken. <laughs> That's good. Why did the teacher jump into the ocean? Go on. To test the water. That's dumb. First one was good. Number one. What do you call a priest who becomes a lawyer? A father-in-law. <laughs> All right, that's, yeah, that's good. good. That's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah, that's, good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's good. Two out of three. Two out of three. <laughs> I'll take two out of three. That puts you in the Hall of Fame. There yeah. you go, Adam. Are you happy? Okay. Um, let's do a quick three facts, Jack. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. Michelangelo, the Italian Renaissance artist best known for painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Greg Cody's childhood friend. That's right. Would, as a sculptor, sit in his studio and stare in silence at a block of granite for up to 10 hours a day or until he could visualize what was hidden in the granite that he would bring forth. That was his method. According to a biographer, a visiting prince watched Michelangelo staring at an 18-foot tower of granite for hour after hour, and finally asked what he was doing. And the artist replied, Sto lavorando. I'm working. God, that was brutal. I I fell asleep. (laughs) I don't know what you said there. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's on me for not listening, but I just lost you halfway through that, and I have no (laughs) idea what you were saying. Let's up the energy for your next one, Greg. Okay, I have to admit, that was a longish fact. Poorly read. So is this one, so buckle up. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Marilyn Monroe's first job involved the manufacture of drones. At age 18 during World War II, she worked for a company called Radioplane that made small unmanned aircraft that dropped explosives. Her job was to inspect the aircraft's parachutes and spray them with fire retardant. Her future career began on that job when an Army photographer took photos of women involved in war-related production. The photo of the then Norma Jean Mortensen holding a propeller led to modeling offers and a screen test with 20th Century Fox. Now, I just have questions about how you're getting these. Did you stumble upon a Madonna fact in a conversation and then you research this and like, this is some... Oh, my bad. What I say? My bad. Madonna. Yeah. Whatever. Did, did you stumble <laughs> in a Marilyn Monroe conversation, like stumble upon this and then look it up? Or are you just Googling... 100 interesting no. facts and it's like a list of 100 interesting facts and you stumble <laughs> upon this one okay these these come to me in in a lot of different ways for example the michelangelo thing uh God, I not was, that one again how'd you find the marilyn Monroe one i was talking to somebody about he volunteered about the michelangelo thing okay because he was talking about athletes and and their preparation and how they get into the zone and everything and then he mentioned this i found it fascinating and so yes i researched it to to flesh out the, the Maryland. What about the Maryland one? The Maryland. I'm trying to think. Um, something came. I think I saw something online. Okay. I did not. So, so you know, you're I, not just looking at like a hundred interesting facts and like copying paste in the. No, thing, I mean, like. I in 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 the history of this bit, um, there have been. Sometimes I'll research. Uh, I'll, I'll Google crazy facts and just see what right. comes up. Um, but but the the linear the quality of this uh, what's consistent is that these are things i didn't know a genuinely this interests me right okay number one this is a short one number one fictional characters sometimes are given quote unquote real names examples captain crunch his full name is horatio magellan crunch (laughs) the barbie doll her real name is barbara millicent roberts what (laughs) 
My favorite. Cookie Monster's first name is Sid. <laughs> <laughs> I, There's this, always this one. Is news to me. I love it. There's always one good one. At That's least one. one. Well, I saved it for oh, last. I batted clean up with uh, uh, the Cookie Monster being named Sid. Batted third. Okay. Um, I want to, um, before we go, I have to give you... I know you, you both love music, as I do. It's, it's part of what bonds us together on this podcast. We love music. Uh, Rolling Stone, I think because of the 40th anniversary, Rolling Stone just came up with its top 100 songs of 1983. Uh, do not start Googling music from that era. I want this to be an honest quiz. I'm going to name five songs that are in that top 100, and I want you to each guess which is the highest ranked of those five songs and the and the one who guesses correctly wins are you ready the highest rank you're naming five songs we have to tell you which one's highest ranked yeah on the final 1983 list these are alphabetical by title beat it michael by michael jackson electric avenue by eddie grant every breath you take by the police i'm still standing by elton john and islands in the stream by kenny rogers and dolly parton beat it beat it is your answer i would guess beat it but i'm going to fade that a little bit and i'm going to say that they what was the elton john song i think it's elton i'm still standing i think, I think it's either beat yeah, it or they, elton they john. probably put i'm still standing because this is they said the best not most popular right uh top songs top songs is, uh, uh, what they call yeah. yeah i'll say i'm still standing but beat it is probably the right answer okay you can only have one answer each so you're gonna say i'm still standing yeah christopher you say beat it yeah okay uh i'm still standing was number 83 beat it was number nine wow. and the number one song of 1983 was Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. You got to be kidding me, really? No. We, we got to walk down to Electric Avenue, and we oh, could make it higher. higher. They, I, <laughs> okay. they ranked that as a top song over Beat yes. It? Yes. There's no I, way. <laughs> Rolling Stone is off their rocker. Uh, they really are. Now, I enjoyed that so much, I have another five to ask you. Okay. I'm gonna, we're going to play the same quiz with five other songs. These are all in the top 100, and you have to tell me the highest rank. Alphabetical order. Karma Chameleon, Culture Club. Modern Love, David Bowie. 1999, Prince. Sharp Dressed Man, ZZ Top. And Sucker MCs, Run DMC. It's hard to say that they would rank anything over Prince. I was going to say, what was ZZ Top one? Uh, Sharp, Sharp Dressed Man, Man, which I love. I love that song. But it's Rolling Stones, so they probably put Sharp Dressed Man higher than Prince. Those are my two. I mean, so I'm going to guess Sharp Dressed Man, even though it should be Prince. I'll go Prince. Sharp Dressed Man was number 93. Oh, wow. Prince was number four. All right. But the highest ranked of those five at number Chameleon. two. Chameleon. Sucker MCs by Run DMC. Uh, that's good. <laughs> you know that song? At least it wasn't Karma Chameleon. Yeah. All that's right. basically, I'm agreeing with Yeti. Like, it's. Fine, Karma Chameleon. No, I'm not, but, but compared to those others. Like, Sometimes right, I play yeah. 80s Spotify, and that's always a skip. <laughs> 80s is not my favorite era. I love 80s music. I've been on a huge 80s kick lately, actually. I like, oh, yeah? Have you? I like 80s. Chris Cody, What's 80s distinctive guy? about 80s? I don't know. I just, it's just what... When I think of 80s, I think of, you know, Def Leppard and, uh, you know, groups like that. Yeah. Soft rock, hard yeah, I, rock. I think either I think either hair metal or new wave. Like I, I yeah, think Depeche new... Mode is probably the first thing I think of when I think eighties music. Right. I think the cars were big in the later eighties. Um, I think disco was just ebbing. Right. Disco yes, was sort yeah, of still it, a it, thing. It was out but on its way out. It, it was out, and um, and that was the big era for um, hip hop. Right. Like that's when that that's sort when of it started to explode. Yeah. Yep. So that was an interesting decade. It just wasn't my 
favorite. I'm a 70s guy, quite frankly, but then again, I'm old. So, hey, uh, thanks again to you all for joining us again. We thank David Sampson. We had a couple of infants on. We had a an unusual guest list today. It was just Guillermo. sort of all over the map. Guillermo was on, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was sort of nuts, to be honest with you, but we had fun. And um, I want to thank everybody again. Join us next week. Don't forget next week because we have a big announcement coming uh, during the podcast. Big Huge. announcement next I, week. Usually my dad gets excited about everything around here, but this is genuinely big. This is thank big you. for us. Yeah. yeah. So join us uh, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Dad, what do you think people think the surprise is going to be? What if we're adding a, a big-time co-host? Um, Greg Cody and Katie Nolan. Wow, how about that? Let's go. Why'd you spoil the surprise? Yeah. <laughs>